Untapped Potential Nation, we are back, we are back, we are back. If it is Tuesday, it is time once again for Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone right here on TDN Radio. So welcome, welcome to the program. It is great to be back with you for another episode of Untapped Potential. Of course, this is the place that we get together every Tuesday to get powered up for the week ahead, to get energized, to enjoy some great great music, some great conversation, and simply to remind ourselves of the important life goals that we have set out for ourselves and to stay motivated, to stay consistent with those life goals. So I'm very happy. I'm happy that you're joining me today for another episode of Untapped Potential. I hope the weather in your area is also beautiful. Um, it seems like we're having an, uh, uh, an everlasting and non-stop winter session out here in the U.S. Uh, we've had temperatures this being May 10th, 2022 temperatures in the 50s in New York City. The temperatures are still in the 40s. So the, the winter seems to want to linger around for just a bit longer. So I hope that you're still taking advantage and enjoying the cooler weather because I get the sense that we will go from winter straight into summer. Right? So before we know it, the temperatures will quickly rise into the 90s and then we'll be complaining about how hot it is. So enjoy this nice cooler weather that we are experiencing here in the U.S. So again, welcome to the program. Um, we have the second half of the Thompson Fountain interview that we did with Lennon Matthew and Alvin Thomas regarding the arrest of Dr. Thompson Fountain. So as promised last week, I will bring you the second part of this important interview. And it's important that we have these conversations because I think what we are seeing is just the level of abuse that is going on when folks are detained in Dominica. So a very important conversation. So I want to bring you the second half of this interview from last week regarding the arrest of Dr. Thompson Fontaine. And then, of course, remember to stay until after the interview, which you already know was pre-recorded via Facebook Live. Um, so stay till after we bring you this interview for uh, information regarding all the work that we continue to do to promote and celebrate Dominica. As a matter of fact, um, last Saturday, May 7th, we had two exceptional back-to-back -back interviews. We had the original Dice and we had um, a book regarding Dominica then and now. So you certainly want to stay tuned for after the interview that I am going to bring you uh, and you want to stay tuned also for our tip of the week. You're not going to want to miss this one. This one is regarding a young man who went from collecting garbage to attending Harvard University. So I had this recording. I actually found it a while ago, but I have I had not had a chance to bring it to you. So I thought I would bring it to you today as our tip of the week. 
And as always, we like to get this program started off with a, on a note of gratitude. So what are you grateful for this week? I am certainly always grateful for my health, my family, grateful for my little daughter, Sophia, at 11 years old, well, 10 years old. She'll be 11 in August. At 10 years old, you know, she planned such a beautiful little um, Mother's Day celebration for me because my, my husband, Paul, was working at the time. So she made me pancake breakfast. You know, she decorated the house. So I'm just truly grateful for her little spirit of, you know, excellence, her little spirit of wanting to make her mommy feel her best. So again, uh, again, if uh, you're a mom, uh, belated Mother's Day greetings to you. But I am grateful always for my health, both physical and mental, and for my family. So let's get the program on the road. Let's get the program started off today with this song from signal ban Annie by your love because despite the challenges of the world despite everything that we face it is so important that we continue to love and appreciate each other so let's enjoy this song from signal ban Annie by your love and then we will go straight into a pre-recorded interview uh, regarding uh, the arrest of Dr. Thompson Fountain so stay tuned we can still love those who we don't want around us we can still love those who we may not even want to associate with or ever see again. Now, right now, I am about to head to see um, some of my brothers, my friends, perform some amazing music. Yeah. Sometimes I wish that I could make a difference, but it's just a wish, so I need very good parents. Like Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Turner, I need me a Cosmo and Wanda. Never will I be Michael Jackson, my love is a drug and we need it to heal the world. Make it a better place for every woman, every man, every boy, every girl. I'm just too young, all of this appeared before I was born I miss my granny, cause surely she would tell me In your life a lot of people go come through And see you as somebody they could turn to Forget if they rich or they poor, just give them And if I your love, and if I your love So many people wrong the world you may not know What the story is their body might not show Granny would say, your blessings will quadruple Cause the Bible say, that good will turn down evil Like Ale, Ale, Alleluia, praises to the Lion of Judah Never will I become a pastor, but I will still believe that this is the word of the Lord Can I please get an amen? He's spreading this love here to all enemies and all friends All those who choose to pretend, we still not the one to cast the judgment in the end So we go give them love, and leave all the rest to the man up above You don't have to be holy, just give love to everybody When people have no reason but they hate you Their goal is to tell the people against you whether friend or family, you should give them love. And if I your love, and if I your love, so much people have no reason but they grudge you. And they're doing anything just to block you. Be your boss, your poker, you should give them love. And if I your love, and if I your love, and if I don't forget the people that say they love you Remember to remind them that you love them too Cause love is the greatest gift you could give them And if I your love And if I your love And if I under the constitution that's the agreement we have to live to exist the prime minister is not above the constitution the police commissioner is not above the constitution 
the, the priest, the, it doesn't, the president is not above the constitution. They may have certain immunities while they're in office, but that doesn't mean that they are above the laws and the constitution. And as a result, everyone under that constitution has to be treated equally according to law. So whether you are pauper, whether you are beggar, whether you are rich man, if you go to the process, you should be afforded the same treatment. Mm -hmm. And then I know in the US it says, if you cannot afford an attorney, one will be appointed for you. And there are cases that are thrown out because police officers did not read their Miranda rights. I, I, you have a right to remain silent and you have a right to an attorney. There are cases that are thrown out because the officers did not read the individuals their rights. That's to tell you what, what the, the system is, how the system is supposed to operate. So if, if by any chance, the commissioner of police and the senior officers are taking, they're taking their orders from the political directorate of the country, that is illegal and 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 there is records to show and i would like to remind them in life there is something that calls cycles and everything cycles and in life there's a pendulum that swings from one direction to the to the next today is mine tomorrow will be yours so as citizens we have to ensure that the laws are applied equally irrespective of what political party you are under and i think over the over the years, we have been become increasingly tribal, and it's as a result of the kind of leadership we have become increasingly selfish. We have become increasingly greedy, and we only think about ourselves. I don't have, like I keep, I keep saying I don't even have to speak because I'm not, I, you know I, my heart and my soul is in Dominica. I am not there physically, but you know what? As a citizen of Dominica, it's my responsibility to speak up when there is injustice, and I don't care who it is. And injustice, injustice anywhere and to anyone. So, so, like I, I I'm, I'm going to stress the fact because it's important for people to understand the power of governance belongs to them. Mm -hmm. the, the power doesn't belong to the the party, the, the party in power. It belongs to the people. And I think Dominicans are asleep and not realizing the power of governance belongs to them. The yeah. prime minister, the prime minister is simply a manager of our resources. He's a manager. And if I have a shop that I own, and then my my manager in my shop is wealthy as hell, and, and I am I am suffering because he's gaining wealth from my profits, I'm gonna have a problem. Mm -hmm. and, and and we have to realize we have the strength. Yeah, yeah, and, and very well said, um, Lennon. And you know, now that Thompson has been released, and of course we are extremely elated, we now need to turn the conversation to what's next because um, you know, it's a matter of how will he, will he receive a fair treatment in terms of you know, do, does he have to go back to court? Will he be given a date like maybe next year to ensure that he's unable to return to South Sudan or wherever else he was going next? But before we go there, let's make sure we are engaging our audience. And at Philip, good evening, nice to see you. Everlasting uh, Peter, it is obvious that the man decided to come and face the ugly music he is smart and he is courageous. I completely agree with you. Uh, Marilyn, there are men in government right now that need to be arrested, not Thompson. Jennifer Christmas, who's next? Could it have been my family member or good friend? Roslyn is listening, Sabria, because charges depend on which party you support. Janine, what about Joseph Isaac? He should be arrested long time ago. Jennifer, can you sue in Dominica, sue the government, Janine? Where are the church leaders, the priest, bishop? Now is the time to speak for injustice. Uh, Hermina, Dominicans need to open their eyes and see all the deception. Let's see who else we have. Emily, em, Emmanuel Bertrand, great program. I firmly believe Dr. Thompson Fontaine will be the next VM. Can't wait. Yanni, thank goodness. Sabria Senhouse, they might have taken his travel documents as part of the bail conditions. And again, uh, Sabria was a lawyer in Dominica, so she would know this um, very well. So that is the concern, Lennon, with yeah. regards to his next appearance in court now that he's been granted bail, and what happens next? Well, well, that is, that is like I said earlier, you, ha you have several things happening. And like I said, in a normal procedure, if there is an arrest and there's bail conditions, typically they would take your passport away and you'd have to report to a police station every Monday or some days like that. So that can be a barrier. But you know what? We have always asked for, um, you know, in situations like that where there is police squad, where there is oppression, there is always a sacrificial lamp. 
I mentioned Nelson Mandela. I don't have many um, heroes, but that is one individual that I admire. I consider him my patron saint. I consider him my martyr. And here's why I do. After fighting for the rights of black people, Dr. Thompson Fountain is in Africa, so we can see that. After fighting for the rights of black people, spending 27 years in prison, he was arrested, abused. The jailers, they treated him like he was a nobody. You know what he did after he was, he was released from prison? He had, he had a, a, a forgiveness. He forgave everybody. And you know why he did that? Because he realized if he had gone for blood, South Africa would not have progressed. And he made a coalition government with the guys who oppressed him. And that is what gained my respect. He was a sacrificial lamb for the, for the, for the freedom of, of, of South Africans. Dr. Thompson Fountain, who is he? He's, he's, he's a son of the soil. He, he, he worked the farm, from what I heard in Grand Fonds, planted bananas. He, he's, he's like any ordinary Dominican young kid who has ambition, who is talented, who is gifted, and probably who had to leave Dominica to experience his real potential. He's, 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 he's climbed through the ranks of not the politics, but, but the world of economics, working for the IMF. Compare that to the individual who we have run in this country, a guy who taught me English in second form and can't have a conversation with you and look you in the eyes. I am not telling you that because I heard somebody say that. I'm telling you that because I experienced it. A guy who cannot, who cannot, who, who has, who has, who has anger issues. A guy who cannot even come and listen to the people on Q95 because he does not have the temperament to be told when he's wrong. A guy who who frankly is insecure and who is weak, a guy who people know they can manipulate so people like Tony Estefans and them can take advantage of, a guy who shelters under the state securities, the police who's amassing security among him because he's afraid to walk among the people he loves and he lead. Guess what? Thompson Fountain is under arrest. He could have stayed in Sudan. He can be wealthy being a PhD in economics, work for the IMF. He, he chose to forego that, to come to Dominica to make a difference to make a difference. And you know what we did? We rejected him. We kicked him. We arrested him. We manipulated him. And, and, my, then we, and then we wonder why so many Dominicans who are successful turn in, their back and never and never look back to, to Dominica. In, in my book, and I have said it before, Dr. Thompson Fountain should have come back to Dominica long time. In my book, he has stepped up a notch. And somebody said it, he'll be next PM. He has stepped up a notch in the leadership in Dominica. And but, that but, is the man I respect for the brain. But listen, um, um, Lennon, because we are getting news as it comes, as it's coming in. So we have like breaking news coming in um, yeah. over and over. And my mom, who's on the Facebook Live, she's saying that one of his conditions for bail, he can't report to the media. Interesting. Sabria says, really? That's crazy. Beverly. Um, says Medina Senhouse, he can't speak to the media. Why? Derek Rapides says, let's see. Well, how many times should we turn the other cheek and we love our enemies? So we go to love Satan, Janine. So what happened? It looked like his crime is worse than anybody's else own come on Dominicans. Open your eyes. And, and you know, Lennon, this is where knowing the Constitution comes in. But we should. This is where we need to start. And, you know, we're going to start having programs on knowing your rights, knowing you the constitution to. of Dominica, knowing what your rights are as a citizen of Dominica. Because, for example, now we're here. And of course, we've been looking forward to speaking with him and finding out what is going on. But one of the bail conditions is that he's not allowed to speak to the media. I mean, is that something that is commonplace? Sabria so is on the live. Maybe you can let us know, Bria, in your experience. Is that but something you've come across? I don't. I don't know, but there is. There, I. I think we'd have to examine the constitutionality of that and what 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 rights an individual have when they're on the bill. That sounds like something out of Russia and China, and we know who our friends are. We have police officers who are now going to China to do courses in 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 policing. So who knows what kind of techniques they have been getting from this country? Anytime you're telling a guy, I mean, if 
if you are charged in a in a in a any criminal activity or suspicion of a crime your lawyers may tell you do not speak to the media without them being there uh, um, so that you don't implicate yourself and 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 people have done interviews many times when they are charged with a crime they just make sure they have their lawyers in there so they not they do not implicate themselves i don't know if that is constitution there's there that that is constitutionally one of the things you can do with a bail but you Right. And I said over and over again, how can you live in a society and do not know the laws that govern you? How can you live in a place we when the laws that are better. created for you, we you, do, you you're ignorant? We have we have to do better. And, and that mm -hmm. is part of the ignorance we have had over the years. We have a constitution and probably 70 to 80 percent of Dominicans or probably 90 percent of Dominicans have never even seen or read the constitution. They don't yeah. know what it's like. And it's 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 your it's your it's basically it's your legal agreement to coexist. And if you have an agreement, me and you have an agreement, you never read it. And I tell you, you owe me a hundred thousand dollars, and you pay me, and I say yes, you owe me a hundred thousand dollars, where you only owe me ten thousand dollars. That is on you for right. not knowing what the what what the terms and conditions. And we of saw the, the same thing with um with the insurance claim, the insurance claims after Hurricane Maria. But that, that many what, of us did not read the policies and, and what, come to realize we were underinsured. That is what happened. So in a situation like that, what we have to do is the, and, and, and 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 there is a bar association in Dominica. I don't know who these people are. I don't even know what they're made of. But it's sad that we have so many lawyers in. A, can you imagine if you have a country? Let's say we just had the, the um the uh, uh we just had the uh. H1N1, uh, coronavirus. Can you imagine if you have doctors in Dominica and coronavirus comes and, and none of the doctors in anything? Can you imagine when the, when the virus was coming to Dominica, the hospital shut down, the nurses went to hide and the doctors are silent and says absolutely nothing and people are getting sick and when you look for them, you can't find them? Can you imagine what would happen? So how then do we have legal situations in Dominica and the bar association is silent? Yeah. How then do we have things like that? And there is no there is no clarity as to what the constitution and the law says. How then do we have things like that where we have injustices, where we have manipulation, where we have violation of our constitution? And the Bar Association does not see it as important to come and clarify or, 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 or to give Dominicans that information. Yeah, and, and that's, and that's, and that's how terrible like it is. Sam Hill is saying there was a gag order placed on the entire case. Right. So I'm just wondering how common does that happen that we place gag? Because I've never heard of a case in Dominica before where a gag order was placed on the case. Maybe I'm just ignorant. So I'm hoping someone in our audience can let us know if gag orders are very common in Dominica. And I'm speaking out of, of I'm, I, I don't know what the case is, but out of common sense, like I said earlier, Thompson Fountain was charged along with Lennox Linton, Edison James, uh, uh, Joseph Isaac. The case has been in court for how many how many years now? So all that information, all that evidence they have should be the same evidence they have on Thompson Fountain. So I don't know at this point what is the purpose of a guard order except to just to shut him up. That's the only reason I can see because you 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 put a gag order on a man that you should have had all your invest you had ample time to do all your investigation to collect all your evidence you have had more than four years Thompson Fountain doesn't have to be there for you to collect evidence because you are already charging people for the same crime so if you were bringing them to court that means you have enough evidence against them so so therefore if he was charged in tandem with these other individuals and the case is already public I don't understand understand what the gag order is for because everybody knows what the situation is this is this is this is just another case of abuse of power and it seems like we are patterning ourselves like russia and china in dominica right now and i will say again the people of dominica need to stand up and understand it's not roosevelt scarrett's court it's not the police commissioner's court it's the people's court it's the people's police department and we have to put a stop to that no or we are going to be lost yeah, and, and Alvin, I'm happy you were able to join us. I truly apologize. <laughs> I had you running in circles today because I put the time a little bit earlier. So let me humbly apologize for putting that. I figure we, we might as well go live when we were waiting for the results. So I'm sure by now you've heard that he has been granted bail. But then the question, it begs the question, you know, how much longer will he have to stay in Dominica until the, the, the case is, is called? So let's just get your thoughts on everything that has been going on, Alvin. Thank you for joining us.
Well, Simon, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, great. Um, Simon, first of all, let me apologize, of course, and um, and again say thank you for inviting me on this platform. It's always a privilege and a pleasure. I see my good old friend Lennon is there. Good to see you, my brother. So hey, watch good. the old. What's it's, the old place? Okay, I see my young friend here, my good young friend. It's, it's always good to um to share this platform with persons like yourself. So Thanks, indeed it's a privilege for me. And to our many listeners who are listening right now, I say a pleasant good evening to all of you. Um I think Simon, as I've said in the past, um that platform is indeed uh 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 an, an ideal forum to to educate um our citizens in dominica and dominicans at home and abroad in terms of what is taking place um yes i heard the results and you're right um but even before i make a comment on that i would like to pretty much um give what i would say my own personal view on the overall scheme of things as i see it unfolding in dominica um I think by and large, if you ask me, um, this is not a matter that I even think we should look at it from a Thompson Fountain issue, Dr. Thompson Fountain. Dr. Fountain just happens to be the individual now. Like if I may use an analogy, it's yeah. like he's Jesus Christ carrying a cross, but he's paying the sins for the entire country. It's bigger than Thompson Fountain. Mm -hmm. What, what I see happening and what I'm sure Lennon and yourself and several oh. is being challenged. The extent to which democracy is, is being, um, 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 the rule of law is being violated. I mean, there are several incidents that one could point that shows the direction in which this administration has been going. Thompson Fountain is one, but he's not the only one. You had Sam Christian, who was arrested and brought before the court for some arbitrary whatever it is. Um, Johnson Boston was, was arrested at some point. Danny Lugie was arrested at some point. So clearly, anyone who speaks to or opposes the views or speaks on the wrongs of the government are seen as a threat. Then we see in Parliament, where we have in our constitutional framework, we have what is called a Parliament. We have elections, persons are elected by the people to represent the people in the parliament which is part of our constitution and our structure and we see how whenever um the opposition is never given an opportunity to articulate their views in parliament to express their views on matters as it affects the country it's either they're not given time to speak and if they're given time to speak they're ridiculed and if they're not ridiculed, you call the police in parliament. We've never seen that before in our history in Dominica, where the police enters the parliament and escort out of the parliament a member of parliament. We've never seen that. In the parliament, there is one officer, the coat of arms. And he's one officer. If, of course, something is going on, really outruly, then the speaker will ask the coat of arms to have this member but we saw police officers enter the parliament armed, armed to escort persons who are elected to represent the people in parliament. So, and we have seen how the rule of law has been just thrown aside. The prime minister in his own words says, no law, no constitution will prevent me from doing what I got to do. The prime minister in his own words says, well, later he's talking about that. Later I don't know who run things. I run things. So, so clearly, they, they, I think it gets to the point now where I think this Thompson Fountain, as I said, it's, it's Thompson's my good friend. And I'm, I'm disturbed. I was distressed. I was unhappy with what transpired with him over the weekend. But I think it's a much bigger picture than that. Mm -hmm. and, and I think 
um, it, it comes to the point now where we as Dominicans at home and abroad need to call it for what it is. It's no longer a partisan issue. It's no longer a labor issue, a freedom issue, a UWPC. It's an issue where our fundamental rights and principles, and it even extends as well to the question of the United Declaration of Human Rights under the UN Charter. Mm -hmm. The UN speaks clearly on the question of the violation of one's civil and political rights. And, and Dominica, who is a signatory to the Charter, the U UN Charter on Human Rights, need to understand clearly that what they're doing is in direct contravention to the UN Charter on Human Rights. We see the, the Wednesday walk. Person have been told that if you walk, you'll be charged. Mm -hmm. All of this, Simon, points into a much bigger picture. And I think we now need to step back. Um, there is no room for silence. Silence is consent. Mm -hmm. And for us to mm -hmm. speak to the issue and let the government understand in a democracy, what we currently have, that's not how business is conducted. You know, and I'm, I'm happy you said that, Alvin, and I'm happy that both you and Lennon have been talking about the Constitution, because I think this is the, the opportune time to focus in and zone in on the Constitution. And I think that is the only way that we can ensure that Dr. Thompson Fountain is not going to be victimized in terms of when that case can potentially be called, because I absolutely see it possible that they will give him a court date of next year to ensure that he is unable to return to his job, that he potentially loses his job, and it is quite unfortunate. So the constitution that we've been talking about for this long, that many of us haven't seen. I certainly hope that his, um, his lawyers are paying very close attention to ensure that the law is followed to a T, to ensure that he is not going to be victimized just because of his political stance. Lennon, your views? Well, 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 Simon, if if the the politicians want to ensure that Dom, Dr. Thompson Fountain stays in Dominica, that's a good thing. Because I have seen an individual pay $50,000 to Lovely University to get a, a, a PhD and, and come down to Kingfield Airport with red carpet and celebration. So if Dominicans are so excited and labor rights are so excited, and I don't want to make it a labor office or whatever, about somebody buying $50,000 to get a, a PhD, then they should be really excited that Dr. Thompson Fountain is no longer going back to Sudan and he can stay in Dominica and make a meaningful contribution to his country because that's where he belongs. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying that with a certain level of sarcasm, but I am serious in the sense that these are the kind of people we need if you can have this guy who worked for the IMF fixing everybody's problem, and here it is we have been selling passports and doing nothing else to raise revenue, then we need people like Dr. Thompson Fountain to be able to develop Dominica. So if the government wants to keep him here and let him lose his job, then I think the, the right thing to do is Dominican should rally around this guy to ensure that in the next election he becomes the prime minister of Dominica. That is that is what that is what and if that's what it takes. But you know what? There's an old saying when somebody gives you lemon, you make lemon juice. And if that's what they want to do, then I think what they are looking for, they will get it behind Dr. Thompson Fountain. Yeah. Yes. I, go ahead, Alvin. No, I I absolutely agree with Lennon with that with that um, that analysis of it. I personally agree with him. Um, I mean, and 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 that is that is the most frustrating part of it, and and what makes a lot of us so um, who knows the value of this gentleman and what he can bring to our country makes it so frustrating to see the manner in which he's treated. Um, this is not a, a common criminal in any stretch of the imagination. This is this is a well-educated son of the soil who can, in a very meaningful way, contribute to the development of Dominica. 
and to be treated in that manner is, is so outrageous, to say the least. So I agree. If that in itself um, will allow Dr. Thompson Fountain to remain in Dominica and be that voice to help us now um, protect our democracy, then so be it. No, no, let me ask you this, Alvin. Um, so should we have international observers to ensure that, uh, you know, the process is followed? Because you did an excellent job of, of reading up on some human rights declarations. So would that be your recommendation Absolutely. to ensure that we involve the international community on this particular case? Absolutely. Absolutely, Simon. As a matter of fact, I think now, uh, based on where we are going, I think the time is right for us to chronicle and document all of those cases that 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 touches on the question of um, fundamental rights, human rights, the rule of law, and to address those things in the international forum. I think we need to do that. I think we need to 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 report those matters to the United Nations, to the OAS and all the other various organizations and point the picture because as I said, Simon, it's not an isolated incident. There is a pattern. There is a pattern in, of, in which the way in which this, this, I'm not even sure we can say that they're governing anymore because go governments govern. I'm not even sure we can use the word and say, well, look, they're, they're governing. I think we lost Simon. You know, you there, Len? Yes, I am. Can you I hear me? I think we lost her. I'm not sure yes. if it's from my end or her end. She dropped. Yeah, maybe she'll come back on, on board in a while. Um, but but, uh, but you you absolutely you absolutely right. Yeah. It, it's 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 a it's a pattern of behavior. No, I'm here. That, you know the, that's the internet for you. Let's carry on. Yeah, I, mean, I know the same thing. No. Keep talking. So, you guys have been with me before. Yes. Yeah, so so what I'm saying, there's a pattern of behavior. I mean, look again, another matter that hinges on international law and that deals with diplomatic relations between countries. Look how we dealt with that. So there is a pattern. I mean, we see, we see the police comes out time and time again and how they intimidate people. We are now a police state, another pattern. So I think the time is right now, Simon, for us to, to, to spotlight that, what is taking place in the international forum and, I, and to put a case there. This is no longer a matter that is, should just remain within the confines of the Dominica um, populace or, or, or Dominica. This is a matter that goes far beyond that. And I'll tell you what's more, Simon, we are supposed to be a member of CARICOM we are a member of the OECS. And if, if you are telling me that this is how you are behaving, that in itself have serious implications for the rest of the region. So, so this is not a matter just isolated to Dominica. It has implications because we, we are a sovereign country. And, and the Prime Minister must understand he's not running a private entity, scared and scared LLC. This is not what he's running. It You're running like a government, an entity, a sovereign entity. So there are certain norms, there are certain laws, there are certain conventions, there's a constitution, and there are certain things that guide all of that. I mean, I'm not a legal, legal scholar, but if you tell me that the magistrate came down to the police headquarters to effect bail and to do what is necessary, the fact that the magistrates came down to the police headquarters would say to me as a layman that she felt within herself that she had the authority to do whatever she needs to do as far as the question of bail. Otherwise, she would have not gone. Mm -hmm. You have said, hey, guys, no, I don't think um, that's outside my purview. I'm, I can't make it. I'm, I can't come down here, but whatever. But she went. But guess what? She went there. And she was override, allegedly, I would say, by the DPP. 
So in my own layman's view, this is a matter that was already before the courts. The, the, the individual did not appear before the court for whatever reason. The magistrate then said, well, hey, you're supposed to be in my court. Where are you? You can't disrespect my court. I'm going to issue a, a bench warrant for your arrest. So, so and, that, and that's normal procedure. That's normal, normal procedure. procedure. In a, in a, in a, but what I'm what I'm saying, Len, all of that has been the the reason for the case to go before the court has already been dealt with from the exactly. point of view. Exactly. Because exactly. the incident would have first gone to the DPP, the DPP would look all of the facts for and against, exactly. and exactly. say, hey, there's a prima prima facie um, um, reason to take the matter to court, and the matter went to court. To be determined in court so so where does the dpp comes in now to even provide any sort of advice but 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 but, but guess where she might she the dpp is taking instruction and advice from mm -hmm. some, the persons mm -hmm. but but thomas here's the issue is there are other individuals who were charged for the same for the same rioting for the same exactly time. And exactly. they were they were not taken to court by the DPP. They were taken exactly. to court by an individual from Trinidad. So exactly. why why now is the DPP involved when 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 she was the DPP is the office had not been involved for the past few years in the same case, mm -hmm. which is which is ridiculous. I no, mean, no. you you don't have to be a legal scholar to ask questions. The Constitution of Dominica was not written for legal scholars to understand and just for legal scholars. It was written for everyone under the sun, under the jurisdiction. So 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 there are simple processes. There are stuff we have to ask questions. Agent enough exactly. to have observations and ask questions that make sense and what that doesn't make sense. So exactly. if if you have you have a you have a charge against Simone Alvin Lennon. Were, were, were charged for the same offense and you i i went away to do whatever and you issue a bench warrant which is standard procedure you you didn't show up the court obviously there's going to be a warrant and see through the the i don't know what other evidence they're going to have except the evidence should match the the, the group of individuals unless they were charged separately and, and tried separately but they they, they they were charged as a group and how we know that is because edison james uh, 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 Lennox Linton and the others came to court the same time, answering mm. to the same charges. Mm. So, so how then the DPP is not involved in that case, but yet they involve in terms of Fountain case? It makes absolutely no sense. And knowledge of the Constitution, Alvin. Before you came, I draw a reference to the coronavirus situation, and I and I ask, can you imagine coronavirus comes to Dominica, people dying, and the doctors, the nurses. All, all run and hide and they close down the hospital and people getting sick and, and all the ones who are responsible for health in Dominica says or do nothing. What difference is that from laws and the constitution being violated in Dominica and the bar association, the legal fraternity is quiet and silent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they're the, they're the one who should be leading the charge on That's educating right. the people on the constitution. And some of them are, here we are having this conversation where yeah. we're planning on starting you know, the education of people through Nidcliffe on, yes. on the constitution, because but it's Simon, important to have these conversations. Simon, and yeah. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put it in layman's term for you to understand what has been for, for the listeners to understand what has been happening in Dominica over the years. Some of these individuals, after they finish law school, they come and they say, Thanks to the government for paying my scholarship. Thanks to the government for doing this. Who is the largest employer in Dominica? It's the government of Dominica. There is no private sector for lawyers to make any money because the economy is bad. And a bunch of these lawyers are the ones who have permission to sell passports. So as a result, the employer is Dominica. The way to make money is Dominica. So some of these people, I think, based on what I see, I'm not saying for some, are so dependent on the government for their livelihood that they stay quiet. So we, we are sick we are a sick country legally. We are a sick country constitutionally. And guess who? The doctors, the people who are responsible for, for ensuring the integrity of law in Dominica is silent. Silent. Mm -hmm. Shame on these people. But Shame I, on the but, yeah. but I think And, and I, Alvin, Alvin, before I come sure, to you, because we sure. want to make sure we're having a conversation with our audience and they're actively sure. engaged. So sure. I think Nalda says it wonderfully well. She said, correct, sir. 
that is the point. This is not a partisan issue. I couldn't agree more. It's a slow eroding of civil, human, and constitutional rights all for the citizenry. So Nalda, I could not have said it any better than you did. So thank you so much for chiming in. Uh, Derek Rapinas, we are under a system of cunningness and deceit traps are set so individuals need to be aware and do the right thing and make the correct moves because obviously he, he knows that there was a warrant out for him Coming on the weekend was a, a tough time to come to Dominica because there's no bail on the weekend. And then Gina Phillips-Lewis says, time will tell one day, one day, Scarrow and some police officers will go be begging for mercy. God's not sleeping. Time will tell. Alvin, let me come to you for your thoughts. Yeah. Well, well again, I don't think it's a question of he knowing or not knowing a warrant was issued and going to be arrested. We all know that. But there is a certain level of dignity and human um, human relation that goes with it. Even when somebody may have committed a heinous crime, mm -hmm. you don't have a right as the arresting officer to brutalize the individual. And the, and the individual has a right to a, to a trial and is innocent until proven guilty. So, so the point I'm making is that there is what you call discretion. The, 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 the Constitution of Dominica was designed for the people. It's a people's document. It's not something out there. It's just unfortunate that many of us don't identify with it. We look at it as some technical, legal, legalistic stuff that doesn't apply to us. But the preamble of our Constitution, the beginning of a Constitution states, we have affirmed that the Commonwealth of Dominica is founded upon principle that acknowledges the supremacy of God, faith in fundamental human rights and freedom, the position of the family in a society of free men and free institution, the dignity of the human person, yeah? the dignity of the human person, and the equal and inalienable rights with which all members of the human family are endowed by their creator. Mm -hmm. That's our constitution. That's mm -hmm. a sort of preamble leading us into all the other aspects of it. Mm -hmm. So let's suppose um, Dr. Fountain came in over the weekend. You have a warrant for him. Yes, you can arrest him. It does not say that the warrant, you must arrest him at 6 o'clock as he landed, or 10 o'clock, or 11 o'clock, or 9 o'clock. You have a warrant for his arrest. He's not, as I said, a, 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 a criminal. You know where he's going. He's not going to, is he going to hide? Because mm -hmm. the small place you can hide. find him. Everybody know him, Grandpa. Everybody know he's in tongue. He's there. Is he going to hide in the mountains? <laughs> he comes in. You allowed individual the dignity. We spoke about the dignity of the human person as a police officer. You allow him to go to his home. The, the correct thing to do would be you have a warrant. You know you have a warrant and you have the right to arrest. I would imagine the correct thing to do, give the individual the opportunity. Monday morning, it is my hope that Dr. Fountain would find himself Absolutely. in the courts or the police headquarters. Mm -hmm. Hey, guy, I'm here and I'm making myself available. Mm -hmm. If then he does not make himself available, you have the warrant to arrest him. Mm -hmm. You go up to Grand Four or wherever he is, or Laplane or wherever, Dr. Fountain, um, this is Inspector Thomas. And um, as you know, I just want to say that, you know, we have a warrant for your arrest from the court for not showing up, whatever, whatever. But you don't tell me you have this individual who flew on a flight from South Sudan. For those persons who may not know, the, the connecting flight out of South Sudan to the Caribbean, I'm sure, must have gone through London, possibly. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we're talking about maybe uh, at least a 12, 14 hours flight. Oh, yeah, hold it. You may have started flying since Friday or whatever, overnight and the overlay. When you're flying on those long international flights, it's always advised to that you don't even fly with your legs down throughout the flight because of the nature of the flight 
your whole body chemistry and everything mm -hmm. and this guy landed after that long haul flight and then you approach him in a very inhumane manner at the airport with guns and what and and so mm -hmm. and then the guys complain about not feeling well with chest pain and you take him to the hospital at 3 a.m. or whatever in the morning, rush him down and rush him back into a cell. Is that a, a, a booming? So I think we can all see why it was so important to have this particular conversation with uh, Lennon Matthew and Alvin Thomas. And as I mentioned before, I also had an opportunity to speak to Dr. Thompson Fontaine himself after he was released. So I will bring you that episode as well from our Facebook live books, but we'll probably take a, a break from Dr. Thompson Fontaine um, next week because we have so many great um, interviews from our Facebook live programs that we want to bring you um, right here on Untapped Potential. So next week, I believe I will probably bring you an interview that I did with Mr. Paul Barron. You know, Paul Barron is a very passionate advocate for youth employment, youth development in Dominica. And he was adamant he wanted to stop by to speak with me, to tell me about his concerns and to provide some recommendations. So he stopped by uh, maybe two weeks ago to tell us about his concerns. So I'll probably bring you that interview with him um, next week. So as we continue along with the program, as I mentioned in the beginning, I want you to listen to this particular bit of information about this young man who went from collecting garbage to attending Harvard University. So this particular piece I found a couple of months ago. So I'm sure at this point, he's probably well into his second year at Harvard. So take a listen and then stay tuned as we come back to wind on the program. An Ivy League dream. Congratulations! Now a reality for 24-year-old Rahan Staten. But his path to Harvard Law School was paved with challenges. His mother left their family when he was just eight years old. His father worked three jobs to provide for Rahan and his brother Reggie. There were times where we just didn't have electricity, we didn't have food in the fridge. Their struggles at home took a toll on Rahan's schoolwork. Initially rejected from every college he applied to after high school, he got a job collecting trash and cleaning dumpsters with his brother. Rahan was later accepted to the University of Maryland, but when his father had a stroke, he started working as a trash collector again. His days would start at 4 a.m. so he could work before school. If you put in the effort and the work and you stay committed, things will fall into place. And they did. Rahan went on to be the student speaker at his graduation. And as Turks, we are champions because we pick each other up. Now he's grateful for his family and friends who picked him up as he looks ahead to attending one of the top law schools in the country. Rahan, Rahan joins us from his home in Maryland. Let's wow, go. that was awesome, Rahan. All right, look, when you graduated high school, not one college would let you in, and here we are today. You were pushing that button, and you and you got the okay from Harvard. Just take us for a second inside that moment when you clicked the button and you saw that you were accepted into Harvard. It was probably the most surreal moment of my life. I mean, after going through everything that we did as a family, I just felt that, you know, we got into Harvard. And, like, we. I just can't even explain it. It was we. Hmm. Beautiful. We should also point out, I mean, Harvard, obviously, you know, blue chip school. But you got into Pepperdine, <laughs> Penn, Columbia, USC. <laughs> and you struggled academically in, in high school, Rahan, as we understand it. How'd you turn things around? Well, I actually just had a support system the second time around. In high school, didn't have the, just, I just didn't have the support. And when I got to the, um, undergrad, I had teachers, other students, you know, leaders. Like, holistically, I just couldn't fail at that point. Too much support. Rahan, it's Carson. Congratulations, man. We're excited for you. It's a great story. I know you had a lot of support from your family. What was the support like from your fellow uh, coworkers when you were working uh, on the trash collection? It was the, like the first time in my life a group of individuals who, like that weren't my father or my brother hmm. that just came around me and supported me. You know, I always people always say, you know, you look to the role model society, teachers and, you know, people of that standard. But 
despite that, it was the first time in my life a group of people really just empowered me, uplifted me, told me that I was intelligent. So I was just, you know, I believed in the hype and I was ready to go to school. (laughs) That is so awesome. And I think what accentuates what what you've done now is that you had a tough go of it. Your mom left when you were a little kid. There were times when it got so bad that you were talking about there wasn't even food on the table at times. How do you think you endured those years? Well... Watching my father work anywhere between like one to three jobs, giving up his entire social life just to give my brother and I the basic needs. And I, I was hungry, if that makes sense. You know, I was literally hungry, but also at the same time, I just really wanted to, um, to succeed. And at that time, I was really involved in sports, and I thought sports would be a way out of poverty. But watching my fa- father being supportive of my brother, if it wasn't for those two, it would, just, it would have been impossible. Rahan, we are Congrats. super proud of you. Yes, Keep us posted on your life. I Send know us we... some Harvard gear. Yeah. Wear it well. <laughs> All right. Way to go, Rahan. Thank you, you baby. You are listening to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. If you live in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K., and are looking for Dominica products, including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home. It's incredible, right? So I think we can all see uh, the important life story that this young man is teaching us with his own life experience. So here we are at the end of the program. As always, I look forward to spending this time with you each and every um, Tuesday for Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone, where we stop by to get powered up and energized for the week ahead and to continue to remind ourselves of those important life goals that we should be working on. So I hope that you found inspiration today. I hope you feel a little bit more energized to take on the week ahead. And so we continue our programming. We continue to enrich the lives of our Dominican brothers and sisters at home and abroad. And of course, friends of Dominica and everyone else who's touched by our programming. So this week, uh, tomorrow is uh, May 11th. You can expect on Push Past 10 on Facebook. So P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0 on Facebook. At about 8 p.m., we will have Roots Connections. And this episode of Roots Connections, we are connecting with all the Dominica associations in the diaspora. So we have the likes of the uh, Tampa Bay Association in Florida. We have an association out in Houston, the Dominica Houston Association. We also have Miss Janice Williams uh, from the Swinging Janice Scholarship Association. And we could not leave out the young people. So we have a Dominica Association at Huey who will be joining us. And we're just going to talk about the important work that these associations are doing to not only represent Dominica, but to promote us. So, you know, they're right up my alley (laughs) because that is the work that I am passionate about doing. So on Wednesday, they will join us and we're just going to have a conversation about why they were initially conceptualized as well as the challenges and the successes these associations have faced along the way. So again, don't forget, Push Past 10 on Facebook, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0. On Facebook, set your reminder, uh, Wednesday, tomorrow, May 11th from 8 p.m. Eastern Time to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And so we continue with our uh, programming on pushpast10.com. Our featured video this week is going to be uh, the book launch. So if you will recall last week, we talked about Dr. Thompson Fontaine holding his official book launch of the Maroons of Dominica uh, in Dominica. And so it was an incredibly successful event. I want to thank Mr. Sam George. He was my co-host for this event. So we did it virtually, you know, the power of technology. I'm telling you, I am such a huge fan. So we were able to carry the uh, event from Dominica 
onto our StreamYard platform and we broadcasted, I want to say maybe to about 10 or 8 different locations, including TDN uh, Network, as well as Push Past 10, both on Facebook and YouTube. So I wanted to bring you that particular event. So it is our featured video on pushpast10.com. And don't forget, while you're there, click on the missed episodes uh, icon on the on the website for any of our episodes that you may have missed along the way. So again, it is great to be here with you. I hope to see you next week at the same time for another episode of Untapped Potential right here on TDN Radio. And of course, if you're a regular listener, we certainly appreciate your support. And if this is your first time joining us, I hope you will set your reminder to join us again. So for more information, for more of everything that I do, you can always check out pushpast10.com. And if you have any suggestions, you can always send me an email at pushpast10 at gmail.com. Because for example, the programs that we've, we've done recently, they were all based on recommendations from our fans, from our followers. So as we continue to grow, we continue to look for your recommendations and your suggestions for programming content. So again, thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you right back here next week at the same time. And as we get ready to wind down the program, don't forget your life story is your strength. The uh, challenges you faced along the way have prepared you for the challenges that you face today. So tap in to your potential each and every day. Remember to stay strong, stay positive, stay engaged and stay active until we meet right back here next week at the same time you have yourself a productive week